115 of Hello Dysfunction with Crystal and Potafria. And who's ready for some dysfunction? <laughs> Always. <laughs> Last night, um, I'm already lying. <laughs> <laughs> Start off early. A couple nights ago, Mark was sleeping. The way his sleep apnea math works is hella air pushes out of one part. So if he's facing me and I happen to be facing him. It's like blowing a air in your storm face. in my face, and you know I'm always <laughs> cold, so I'm I'm shaking him, and I'm like, Mark, flip over, flip over, because you can't just flip over. No, I have to sleep a certain, you know me and my routine, mm-hmm. so I'm like, flip over, flip over. He flips over hella hard onto his back, and he and he yells, "I'm not a burger." <laughs> It was elephant. Oh my god. I was gonna say, is he like in Call of Duty or something in the middle of you trying to interrupt him? I'm not a burger, I guess so I'm saying flip, flip over. Yes. Fucking weirdo. It's funny. I got some more uh um, funny shit. Well, while you brought up dreams, let me just address mine for a minute. Yeah, let's because I have that at the top of my list, <laughs> which is funny. Um, I've been having dreams lately, which you know I never dream or I never remember them. Yeah. So this is new. Um, it wasn't like this since I was pregnant, and I'm not pregnant again. Before you ask, um, <laughs> but I was fucking last night. Okay. I went and got a COVID test in the evening because earlier in the day I wasn't feeling good. And then the day before, okay, so it started the day before and I was like, maybe this is allergies because I didn't feel it until I left the house to go to the store. Anytime we feel off, we run and get COVID. Yes. And panic. So um, I came home and my eyes were hella watery and my nose was burning and shit. And I was like, okay, maybe this is allergies. And so and I had a headache and I took some Tylenol and I went to bed that night. And when I woke up yesterday, I felt perfectly fine. So I was like, okay, I don't think COVID's going to do that. Like just come and go. So I right. think I'm okay. And then when it got to be around like 3 PM or something, I started feeling like shit again. I got a bad headache. The side of my jaw was hurting my nose, my eyes, and the roof of my mouth. And I told you, sounds like your sinuses. Like sinuses, right? So I was like, okay, so hopefully it's that. But me being the fucking terrified person I am of COVID, I, I went and got tested anyway. Yeah. And then um, I came home and I felt perfectly fine again. And I was like, okay, now I feel like I just was hella dramatic. And now I feel stupid. But at Better. least I got, a you know, yes. another test. And then today I woke up, I felt fine again. But because that was weighing on me so much I had a dream and I texted my friend Sean and he was in it and um I was like he like he gets tested every week I've mentioned him before um he posts his results he gets tested through color I think it's called yeah and so every week you know he posts his results or whatever and in my dream he posted 
um, a positive result screenshot. And he was like, I finally fucking tested positive after all this time with like a sad face. And I was like, oh, my God, we were just together at my Aunt Sandy's house two days ago. (laughs) And I hella hugged you. And I was I instantly got mad and I called him and I was like, why would you post it and not tell me first? And we were just around each other. And it was just like stressful dream. And then another friend that I haven't talked to in a while hit me and was like you sold so-and-so some meth and I think that's really fucked up and I didn't find out until I bought half of it from her what and I was like no I fucking didn't I ain't even seen her and he was like yes you did she bought it from you you told her it was something else and I I told her it was meth after I bought half of it and I was like wow get off my phone because no I didn't and I woke up and I was all like mad at everyone and didn't know like who I was really mad at yes everybody's like (laughs) you're not being good friends like what the fuck not only are you a drug dealer you're a shady drug dealer yes I'm selling people fucking the wrong shit and like yeah I was I was hella frustrated when I woke up and I was like what is going on like that didn't really happen um and then it made me think of another dream that I had in my notes from a few days ago and and so I was like well I'll just tell both of these stories at the same time um I had a dream and at one point I was fucking outside of my body looking at myself oh that's okay cool. I still remember the position I was laying in and everything I could see it exactly how I saw it in the dream I was facing myself um myself was laying on my right side I had my arm under my head how I usually do because I sleep on my side you were asleep I was asleep my mouth was open I was like dead asleep uh-huh. and I was looking at myself I was kind of above myself looking down but facing you were like look at her she's hella fine when i realized it was me it scared the fuck out of me and i jumped hella hard you know how when you're about to hit something in your dream like hit the ground and you jump hella hard i did that i jumped so hard i thought i was about to flip pee pee out the bed oh and i woke (laughs) myself up and that's how i fucking woke up but um when i was explaining it to like my sisters and shit that's astral projection i was just gonna say that and i feel like we were just joking about that recently but that's never happened in my life naya tries to do that yeah there's there's ways that you can try to train yourself to do it and so you can actually have more control the next time around but i didn't like that yeah and it made me feel like am i dead that's what i was gonna ask did you feel like you were dead looking at yourself dead? yes and it was a very i woke up scared as fuck i was scared as fuck in the dream when i saw myself and then it scared me so bad it carried over into my awakeness and yeah it's it wasn't you're like i'm never going to sleep again yes i was like what the fuck that's never happened to me in my whole life yeah i don't want to do that Mm mm-mm I would it, think it felt like I dead, was dead. Yeah. Like out of body experience. Yes. And it wasn't time for that. So. So you mentioned meth. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Okay. So I ran into growing up across the street from us uh, was meth. a neighbor. Yes. <laughs> Lots of it. So his name was Doug. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to think we were really. Doug cool. is such a methy name. We used to think we were really fucking funny kids and we would call him doug the drug and shit like wow doug the drug doug the drug so they're all all the neighborhood tweaks growing up used to go in and out the side door to the garage yeah and we just figured they were doing drugs we never thought he they was were like building drugs. bikes and shit for sure <laughs> and uh that's who we stole the nudie magazines from mm-hmm. to build the playboy club so 
that I would told on everybody for great child <laughs> the Playboy Club. <laughs> so I run into him at the gas station earlier this uh, la- the end of last week. Mm-hmm. Doug's still around. Doug's around. So he how's he look? He looks fucking good. Really, and he's very functioning. Yeah, good. Like, good for him. Um, I'm very shocked. Like, you've been a lifelong tweak. I know some people like that, like, in the neighborhood that, like, I almost feel like it keeps you alive or something. He still looks like he's in his 30s, whereas everybody else that did meth at the time he did Mm -hmm. looks very aged. It's weird. So I start asking him all these questions about childhood because I wanted to know now that I'm an adult. So he tells me that he was selling meth. He sold a lot of meth. You asked him. Yes, you have and a lot of nerve. I do. Well, we have a good re- a good relationship. <laughs> you were like, hey, wh- was I tripping? Yeah. Plus, he thinks I'm hot. So that always helps um, to get info yeah, out of people. Yeah, it does. Uh, he's not um, creepy about it, but he's mentioned it before. Whatever. Yeah. So I'm asking him uh, if, he, if he was selling drugs. He said, yeah, he was selling drugs. And then we got to talking about... Um, all his old air quote friends let me back up for just a second because i just had a memory um you remember when i was selling meth at one point and getting paid to like keep it and shit yes and then one of my close friends that i was doing that with started like one of their number one customers was your neighbor is that the same neighbor really yes across the street from your grandma's yeah that person ended up being like the number one customer of my good friend that was like my connect at the time really yes in high school days break time we're gonna revisit this (laughs) yes yes (laughs) okay so um i start telling him how uh because him and my uncle jimmy were best friends the one of course (laughs) that i spoke about who had um been clean for 15 years and i went by his house i knew instantly yeah he was back on it yeah so i was telling him you know jimmy relapsed he's been in and out of prison um he had to go to you know a drug class whatever and so we get to talking and then he starts um you know he brings up that he used to shoot it and i never knew they used to fucking mainline Mm. the shit i thought they were smoking it or Mm -hmm. snorting it whatever um i knew my dad used to make biker coffee and knife his so yeah i'm like did my uncle jimmy shoot it and he was like yeah how do you think we did it and i was like what balls to the wall yeah so he's telling me that uh he was updating me on everybody that's died and shit and then um i said did my dad used to shoot it and he was like no your dad was the wildest motherfucker out of everybody and i was like what and he goes he ate it (laughs) listen he said he would come in the garage and be like doug let me get 20 worth and he'd give it to my dad. My dad would empty the bag in his hand, slam it in his mouth, and take a swig of beer, dude. I was just fucking kidding. No. And your dad's over there chewing glass. Chewing fucking Shards. Crank. Yes. Shards, bitch. Yes. Oh, my fucking God. I was like, what the fuck? <gasps> Which is worse? Oh, I shooting know. it? I know. Eating handfuls. Putting it in your coffee in front of the kids at 7-Eleven. Yeah. I was like, God what the damn. fuck? Yeah. Well. You learn something new every day. Yeah. Did you bring it up to him? Not yet. <laughs> so, do you, do you remember that? Because guess what I found out? <laughs> fuck. Every once in a while, something new sneaks out of my dad's mouth that I never fucking knew. Like, yeah. let slip. Yeah. 
So I can't wait to bring it up to him and, and then be like, hey, guess what? Guess Doug, what I heard? Doug told on you. <laughs> guess what I heard in the neighborhood? Yeah. Jesus Christ. He was telling me uh, who in the neighborhood died of AIDS, who they got it from, oh, who man. shared needle, like just yeah. crazy shit. Yeah, crazy shit that as a kid you don't realize is going on. You like hear bits and pieces. But yeah. as an adult to like hear it all, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. God damn. No wonder the neighbors called the cops on him all the time. I know. Taking him away in front of you guys. Hell yeah. Um, what did you want to be when you grew up? I was thinking about this yesterday. Um, at one point, a veterinarian. Um, another point, a mom. Funny, huh? Hmm. Real fucking funny. And <laughs> then <laughs> at, at another point, famous. Don't ask me what I thought I was going to be famous for, but I wanted to be famous. I wanted to be a teacher, of course, because I wanted the bossing people around aspect. Control. Or a cop, like, to be able to <laughs> control, of course. What? Um, makes total sense. And then I thought it was really cute to tell everybody I wanted to be a marine biologist for hell along. And I don't know where that came from. I, was, I think I just liked the, the way the title sounded, it sounded smart, important, sounded impressive. Because for a while, I was telling people that, and I thought to myself, "Bitch, you're terrified of the ocean. You hate the ocean. I hate it. I don't have any desire you're not, to like, swim a in a it." Big I'm, marine life lover. Fuck no. And I'm like, I was thinking to myself, "You were such a little liar. You were so full you lied of shit. About everything. Yeah, you did not want to be a marine. Did you even know what that was? No. You did not oh. want to be a marine biologist. Fuck no. At one point i wanted to be a lawyer too yeah you know i like to talk i like to argue yeah. i think that might have been like in middle Definitely. school or something like a, an idea and then i realized how much school you had to do right. to get there and i was like yeah right Mm-mm. um i went to a i went to school um my whole life with this girl named heather and since we were in kindergarten she has said she wanted to be a marine biologist mm-hmm. she's like one of the only people i know that actually grew up and did, did and she do is it a marine biologist that's really yes Okay, Heather. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, because I feel like that was a common, uh, like, answer for kids. Yes. And I don't even know where we got it from, Mm -mm. because, like, I never knew any. Right. But um, (laughs) it just, yeah, I just was laughing to myself, like, you were so full of shit, because you were not into the fucking ocean, and had no desire to get in it, and study it, and fucking, no. So, yeah. That's Um, hella but like teacher, funny. cop, uh, lawyer, I'm kind of all that in other ways. You know what I mean? Like I took skills from all those jobs. You're a board uncertified doctor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I am. But all that, you know, the good, the arguing and the talking and yeah, I, I should have known it's, it would have always involved we're put, talking. We're putting it to really good use now. Yeah, I think so. Weird. I it's think it's so. a great outlet. Yeah. So fuck being a marine biologist that wasn't real it's so cool heather post pics of uh her with seals and sea lions and well you know one thing that freaks me out is that we've only discovered five percent of the ocean oh yeah that's such a small number it's such a great unknown have you ever looked at a drop of ocean water yeah and uh, what it contains in a microscope uh, 25 times magnified yes yes wild right and it makes me never want to get in it and i i'll just i want to see i only want to be in water i can see through it's great the ocean freaks me the fuck out like i don't like our um beaches here mm -hmm. on the west coast because they're cold and the water is dark yeah um you know, when you go to Hawaii or like Jamaica and shit, and the water's like see through, you can see to the bottom, you can see the fish. It's 
it's beautiful. The water's warm. Yeah, I've never seen that. When I went to Hawaii, I didn't get close to the water like that. The one time I got like up on the edge of it, it was like cold and really. Yeah, and just like Monterey, I've been, you know, to the edge, and it was very yeah. powerful, and it knocked me down, and I was like, yes. this is intimidating. It's yeah. very strong. Um, I fell on my ass, had no control. Like, yes. I couldn't even grab my, you know, like, grip the ground to, like, get my balance. That current. It's very intimidating, and yeah. the current it scares is dangerous. me. Yeah, it and scares it, me a lot. I have a very healthy respect for mm-hmm. fucking oceans. Definitely. Over the weekend... Um, we went and got our hair cut and shit. Um, yeah, I noticed your hair is shorter. It looks nice. I cut it's almost five inches total off my hair. Wow. And I'm really sad about it, but it needed it to be needed done. It needed it. Yeah, it looks healthy. Um, thank you. So, th- you know, Christy did my hair again. Um, mm-hmm. hair by Christy, and um, I brought Carolyn because. She's been having this messy bun on her head for months. Mm-hmm. And I had a feeling she did the fuck shit she did some years ago. Like So Carolyn's her aunt, for those that may not yes. know. Carolyn's slow. And not slow enough to do this. Not okay? not big on doing her hair. Nope. Carolyn got a lazy streak. Mm-hmm. So I messaged Christy and I'm like, hey, if I have to give up my appointment, I will. Carolyn really needs her hair done. She has a big matted dreadlock, an unintentional matted dreadlock. I have pictures of that shit. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> she took the scrunchie. Like, out. when was the last time she brushed through her hair? Like Christmas? Before that? Like it, what? It had to have been probably a good five or six months ago. <sighs> When I say she took the scrunchie off and that motherfucker stayed. So she had <laughs> stayed. So she hasn't washed her hair either. She washes it. But how the fuck can you properly wash a big bunny lock? So you're just like, yeah. So <sighs> Christy's over there trying to comb it out. It's a free form dreadlock. And I'm like, girl, just cut the shit. Don't even don't even cut it. And she was like, well, I have to try and get it out a little bit or else I'm going to have to like shave her fucking head because it was like mad. To the scalp. Yeah. Oh my God. Josette has no poker face. Her <sighs> facial expressions watching it are just hilarious, but it probably took her an hour and she finally, she got through a little bit. She finally said, fuck it. Started oh cutting God. it off. Was it like mildewed in the center? Because you know that happens. Yeah, it wasn't mildewed, but it had uh, dust balls, little fur balls in there. I the got. kind that get wrapped around like your hair tie if you leave uh-huh. it in for too long. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. she had dust bunnies. Yeah, so now she has like this Elton John cut. Mark fucking said she looked like Patsy Jack. <laughs> that was the host of Wheel of Fortune, yes. right? Yes. Does it like go to the nape of her neck? <laughs> she bangs. Like this long? <laughs> is it a bowl cut? I'm so curious to it's see like this. She has like light brown hair, right? Like yes. blondish brown. And it's very fine. She worked miracles on that shit. Okay, it's like parted in the middle and like oops. <laughs> so it's Elton John. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and didn't you say she hella likes it? She loves it, which is great. She's so happy. She, she co- needs something low maintenance. She's no nonsense. Short. Yeah, yeah. Because you're not responsible enough to have a no. ponytail, yeah. obviously. She's, she said. <laughs> I, it's short and sassy, just like how <laughs> just, <laughs> Yep. Sure is, Carolyn. Sure is. Dude. I have to see it. I can't even picture her with it. Like, 
as long as I've known her, she's always had like a ponytail or a bun. You know what I mean? Always. Wait till you see these uh, matted dreadlock photos. One of them is like from a little bit afar and it's just like this in a dress. <laughs> Isn't it like a lot thinner in the middle? Because like that, the whole middle had to get yeah, cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some spots that are a little... Yeah. Um, thinner than others that's why she couldn't dye her hair the same day because she was like she's gonna look (laughs) i gotta see this even when carolyn has like a bob she still pulls the top up you know like on um she can't in a bun or something she is forced to wash she's elton john yes and she's forced to to fucking wash it now well yeah it was it was bad. Buy her a little vent brush. Let her just run it through there. Buy her the kind that goes on your finger like the guys have. Yeah. <laughs> From the fucking Seven Eleven. <laughs> the flat top. Yes. Bow. Give her that. That you just put your finger in it yes. and go back. She was asking me to get her a curling iron. So I think she's. To do what, bitch? Flip the edges? Yeah. We're not doing that. To feather. We're not twiggy. We're not fucking yeah. doing that. No, we're not doing that. Fuck it. If it makes her fucking pay attention to that. <laughs> no. She wants it really for a dildo. A curling iron? No. Yeah. I'm curious to see what this looks like. I can't wait to but, show But, you know, you good fucking... for her. New look. Yeah, That has to feel good, you know? Definitely. And I'm glad she's happy with it. It has cause... to feel good to have a clean scalp. Yeah, yeah. Because it was To not have a friend fucking living in your hair that was unintentional. Yeah, the worst part. God. I said we're not appropriators. This is, un- <laughs> this is an unintentional <laughs> dreadlocks. Dreadlock. Yeah. Get this out. I said, smell it. Shut the fuck up. Did you? <laughs> Did anyone? No. Oh, my God. Did you save it? Fuck no. Disposed of it. Well, I no. want to see the pictures. But one of our cats ran through the kitchen and grabbed it with their <gasps> toy, and we had to get it from Like, up. no, baby, that's not your toy. You're going to die if oh. you eat <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh. Mm. Well, let's talk about some hoeing. Some good old hoeing. Okay. There's been a lot of messages that I've, like, caught throughout the week. Like, um, a friend, the Trap Witch, like, she does lives sometimes on Uh her Instagram. And um, she was kind of, you know, talking about that and, like, sharing energies and just different things. You know, the the subject of sex work came up a couple times with her. Um, A few other people, I saw um, a friend that owns Honey Bee Gold clothing had posted um a thing that said or a meme and it said hoen don't heal you and i immediately but they posted it from the way that like they disagree right Mm -hmm. and so um which is rare because usually people are trying to like down talk hoen so i had immediately left a comment and was like oh i beg to differ and like with a heart you know and um i just thought like I, I just want to revisit that topic a little bit. I know we have a lot of sex worker listeners and shit, and um, it's been rough lately, like yeah. with not really being able to safely work. We and... actually have a listener question this week about oh, good sex work. Yeah, it, it's just coming from all directions. Like I, the topic, I feel like I keep seeing it, or you yeah. know. So I was like, now's a good time maybe to revisit that and just kind of um, you know express that Hoenn does heal you. Because I'm a big, you know, I think, advocate. Well, yeah, you know, you hear people say um, the reason people get into 
air quote prostitution is because um, of a traumatic childhood. Something happens to them. Right. Molested, or you had to have been sexually abused. Yeah. Or, or you or gotta support adult. your habit. Yeah, yeah. And every everybody has a different experience and a different reason. It's right. not right. one size fits all. Right. That shit gets on my nerves. It's very annoying. It's offensive. And I'm yeah. just like, I just look at people like you're hella ignorant. You don't know. You obviously don't know any sex workers personally. Right. You know what I mean? Because I know way more that are doing great than I know that are doing bad. Honestly, I probably only know like two, maybe three that are not doing good. That- Do you remember how excited Kia used to be to go strip? Yeah. I mean, she like. loved doing yes. that. It's very fucking empowering. And it's very, um. It's just very li- liberating. You yeah. know, the feeling um, somebody asked me. No, nobody asked me. I'm lying. <laughs> I was uh, using this filter. OK, on Instagram. Right. And it's like one of those where you hold the button down and it flips for a minute and then it asks questions about you. Yeah, right. And yeah. so one of them was like, what's your proudest moment? And I had to think about it. Of course, I'm thinking about the kids. I'm thinking about when I got married, had yeah. like a real wedding. Yeah. When I bought a house really young in my 20s, like all these moments that would be, something would be, be typical. Of. Yeah. And they would be typical answers for people. Right. Yeah. And so I was like kind of feeling like maybe that's what I should say. But honestly, my most proudest moment was probably when I tattooed my face and shit and I felt like that solidified that I'm never going to have to work for anybody else again in my life. Fuck yeah. That was my proudest moment, honestly, when I realized that, like, sex work is something that I can do for the rest of my life. There's no age limit. No. There's no th- there's no limit. Like, I can do it as long as I want. Whatever um, avenue yes, of sex I've work. I've been in so many different branches of sex work, and it just was always a perfect fit for me. I always said, made jokes and said shit like, it's in my blood because my, my grandmother was, yeah. you know doing sex work in her life and I I would always say I inherited it that's why I'm so fucking good at it yeah and you know I've helped other people too and I'm just so grateful that it was presented to me like I started stripping and shit and I didn't really know what I was doing so it was kind of just like faking this confidence when I was really kind of shy about it and nervous and shit like that so um you know, that's where it all started at a really young age. And then I revisited it after I got a divorce. And I almost immediately connected with a friend that I knew from middle school. And um, he was pimping. And, you know, he was like, you know, uh, his, I guess she was his wife or baby mama or something. I think they were actually married. Um, She was doing sex work. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to say he was just like her pimp because they were like married. In but love and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And, li- you know, living together, all yeah. this shit. But they had other bitches. And so... They were running a business. Right. So um, me and him connected and like we hadn't spoke for a few years. And I was just like, yeah, I'm not married anymore. And like I'm dancing again here. And he was like, what? That's crazy. And immediately, you know, this is someone I've known since I was like 11 years old. Mm-hmm. And he was immediately like you're not going to make no money here like that. 
like I can help you make real money. And he's someone that I trusted and I knew wouldn't try to take advantage of me because we're no stranger to pimps. Right. We, our whole lives, we grew up in an area where pimps were always present. Mm -hmm. We know what they do. We know what their tactics are. They told us like everything. Everything. Like we had pimps, real pimps, not little boyfriend pimps, real known famous pimps that we would hang out with at like 15 years old that were like telling us stay away from that shit don't let nobody turn you out this Um, is what they look for don't do this like 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 we knew we were very knowledgeable of all this shit at a very young age and you know he knew that about me too and he knows my family and shit so i trusted him he would never try to take advantage of me nothing like that um so I was like, well, what's up? Like, let's let's exchange numbers. Let's connect. And, um, you know, let, let's figure something out. So what happened with him, um, we, we came to an agreement. And, like, I think, honestly, he was, like, supposed to be my pimp. Mm-hmm. That's how it was supposed to be. But what ended up happening was this is a friend that's also been in love with me in my entire life. I entire fucking life. When they think you're hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's really easy it's, to get information. Yeah. So what ended up happening, him and his wife or whatever, like I met her, I was around her and stuff. And she, they were not, they were toxic with each other. Ugh. And they split almost immediately after I came into the picture. And, you know, he was excited to work with me and he started teaching me shit just about like prostitution and traveling and like fetish work and just all this shit giving me all this fucking game and like put up hella money like got me some pictures done paid for my plane tickets paid for my fucking hotels like went on my first few trips with me to the east coast shit like that right that you know when you're working for someone that's normal but when it came down to handing over money (laughs) he let me fucking keep it so it was like a different situation so it was just a friend helping you yeah so like establish i needed i did need help managing money right so like i was fucking off like so much money anytime i would make it when i was working at this club and shit dancing so you know i did tell him like i need help in that department with managing money i can't save shit like i just spend it so god um, you're so different now yeah yeah and I owe a lot of that to him. So he did start helping me with like how to keep your money, like where to put it, um, how to plan budget. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like your expenses for for working and then like, you know, your your bills, like write out all your bills on paper. So, you know, take care of all that shit first. Well, what ended up happening is he got me knowing what I was doing well enough that like he had a nanny that was also a sex worker and like other women too and like he basically had me knowing what I was doing pretty quick to where I was starting to take them out of town now and they were going with me and I was kind of the one watching them so you were the manager kind of supervisor right so I was like okay this is cool like you know and at the same time I'm still learning shit from them because they were doing working for hella years whatever and then um it kind of we got like, I don't want to say I was the tattletale, but like he trusted what I was telling him more than he what he was hearing from them. Mm. So, you know, he was asking me about how things were really going, what was really being made, all that kind of shit. And um, it got to the point where like he started like having me get money from them, like hold on to everyone's money. But then 
I ended up keeping everyone's money. Like it turned into, it flipped almost into a very different situation from what we initially planned. I'm kind of a manipulator. So I'll just say I kind of finessed the situation a little bit. You were like, let me. So I ended up like keeping my money and their money very quickly. And then like, I was still expecting him to take care of my bills at home when I was traveling. My car ended up getting repossessed. It was like a big mess, but I had cash, you know, and it was like, it was, it was a big mess, but I will say. Learning experience. Yes. Yes. And, you know, I tell, we're still in contact. He's doing great. Like he became a millionaire really fucking fast. He became a millionaire before we hit 30, I think. Yeah. And, um, he's always had his hands in different, um, types of work you know not always illegal shit right but like he has a lot of connections and just always did really well for himself now he owns a trucking company and just you know he that's just cool he just does great but he's someone that's always given me game and i tell him i'm forever indebted to you because you know um i respect you you never took it i don't think he could have taken advantage of me honestly because yeah. i'm not that type of personality but you taught me something that I carry with me for the rest of my life. You you taught me game that, you know, I used it later to teach other people. I always held on to a good amount of it. I didn't I never tell anybody or teach anybody everything I know, you know, right. just bits and pieces. Um, but it just put me in a position that you know, I, I'm grateful for for the rest of my life. Like I never I can work anywhere. He helped you. He basically put you on and helped you establish a life Uh, yes and this was you know 2006 how many years ago was that a lot was it (laughs) i thought it was before that no it was 2006 yeah because i was pregnant i had naya so this was 13 15 years ago she'll be 15 this year yeah yeah 15 years ago. so this is 15 years ago now um, I haven't had a job in 15 years. And and you've lived by yourself, supported yourself. And yes. Your children. And because of my mental health and with the ups and downs that come with that, I don't know that I could ever work a regular job and hold a regular schedule again, ever. Because of, yeah. you know what I mean? Because sometimes... I'm too high up and I'm going too fast and I can't go to sleep when I'm supposed to. And I wouldn't be able to wake up and function with a regular schedule. Sometimes I'm too low and I I can't get up. And, you know, I haven't felt like that since the baby. But, you know, there were days where I would be in bed for fucking three days. You know what I mean? And when depression hits and like, you know, my, my sleep schedule fluctuates and it's just never been a stress of mine ever since I learned how to kind of maneuver in the world and take all that game with me you know and you really enjoy doing I do. what you do it's a release for me um it's therapeutic for me it, it has me tap into a side of me that i need to explore and i can't do that in like regular vanilla life like i can't be doming my coworkers and you my fucking bosses and whack somebody i would try but like it you see where that got me it got me in hella trouble you know so this gives me an outlet to be that other side of me you know what i mean yeah. in a in a consensual way so yeah. I'm not like forcing my dominance on people without their permission. Right. Like it's just it's <laughs> it's been the perfect fit for me. And I just feel like not enough people have stories of good experiences in sex work and to know right. like this saved my fucking life. Like 
I'm in a position and I've been in a position now where I can take care of my kids and never have to worry about child support or never have to. You know what I mean? Like, yes. it's all me. And it's not I'm not struggling in any fucking way. Yeah. And I meet so many great people along the way. And just I was talking to my friend um, the other day for a minute and we were like she used to be a sex worker, too. Mm-hmm. And she was saying she asked me, do you ever run into people that you used to see as clients but like in the real world and you know you don't know whether or not to say hi and it's awkward and shit and I'm like yeah that's happened to me only like maybe one or two times has anybody like undeniably seen me though like you could you know tell if somebody's trying to play it off I just as a rule of thumb I just let them decide if they want to say hi to me or not you know that way because it's there's so many layers and it's like there's a level of shame sometimes you know they really open up to you it's really like sex work is like 90% therapy I feel like yeah. and um, a especially lot especially your line yes and and you with me like I learn a lot of shit about people that there's shame around and they're not comfortable like telling their actual partner about their interests or whatever so you know I don't ever want to embarrass anybody in the real world and right. ha- especially the way I look I don't want them to have to explain to their peers how, how they you know, know that druggy. <laughs> <laughs> with the tattoos that, all over with her the face. huge tits how do you know her <laughs> like honestly though like some people it, we wouldn't be in um the same circles right. you know so it would be like how the fuck do you know her you know what i mean right yeah so i take all that into consideration but i was explaining you know there are some people like i've mentioned before i have regulars that i've had for 15 16 years 15 years you know what i mean longer than bunny's been around and some of them i don't see anymore and they're just fucking friends of mine like we've transitioned into a different relationship right and it's nice it's really nice like i meet fucking great people and i just want people to have better examples of sex workers of course in the media and in film and everything it's always like some drug addicted fucking hooker or whatever dick for dime bags yes shit shit like that and it's that's just not the reality of it it's not like um i used to make jokes all the time like you know how many people's grannies i know used to have their male friends come over once a week so they could pay some bills and tell y'all go play outside it's true like it it was a very common like this shit's been around forever it's the oldest profession period and and not everybody is doing it because they're down on their luck like some of us actually made the choice and are so happy with it and will never let it go like podcasting i love art i love you know i i get my hands in a lot of projects all the time i always you know that's part of my like bpd i think but um sex work is something i'll never stop doing i'm always gonna you know be in some part of it right always and it's something i truly enjoy it's not something a phase that you know i i had a rough time and i want to get past it now and like have a you know that that's like a real thing for me you know so that's all i just wanted to kind of talk about that for a minute um because like i said i just keep seeing memes or conversations or whatever about it and I a lot like, of the times it's it's negative too yeah it is and i don't want it to have that like stigma attached because like i said i know way more positive stories and positive situations than i do negative i remember when you first started and <clears throat> i didn't feel how i feel now i remember i i was like fuck why are you doing this yeah you, you know kia had been murdered yeah yeah and 
you know, that was all I thought was like, fuck, something's going to happen to you. Uh, you're so smart. You can do other things. You don't have to do that. Yeah, you don't have to do that. So I think that's important to mention. You can't really, you cannot be stupid um, and and do well in sex work. You just can't. You're going to be, it's going to be dangerous. So for that reason, I don't encourage a lot of people to get into it unless it's something that um, I think they'll be safe doing because, you know, like I said before, you can't be too nice. No tricks will take advantage of you. That's what they do. You know what I mean? So like you do have to be on guard. You have to be smart. You have to know how to, um, have a level of empath, like to be able to judge people's behaviors and moods and characters you have to be able to like identify certain things that like if you're not on point you're you're not going to be able to do that you know what i mean so it's definitely not for everybody i'm not saying it's so great everybody go be a sex worker no but for those of us that um are cut out for it we fucking thrive yeah you know and it's it carries over into real life too and like me being i don't like talking to strangers and shit i'm i'm uncomfortable and sense but like when i do it it, it yes. it's great like i do great at it you know there's yeah. not a fear um it's hard to explain but um yeah i just want people to have better examples I'll yeah say. Um, once i realized that you enjoyed it and you're happy and you and it are was a safe choice. yeah it's like i could have went and got any job i wanted yeah like, i support you 100 percent. yeah when i first told my mom she was like apprehensive she was like you know worried of course there was a level of worry but she knows i'm smart she always knew i was super smart so she and she knew also that i was hella tough and like that she wouldn't have to worry about me my grandma the same thing like this wasn't something i hid from her either right i let her know and she always knew i was super smart so she would just be like just be safe okay all right just be safe and she would like laugh and you know i'd tell her little stories sometimes and shit but like it's not some it's me like i'm it's not something i'm gonna hide from people to make them more comfortable fuck no. to make me more digestible you know what i mean i'm not doing that because it's something i'm so comfortable with so like why should i feel any shame or hide me to make you more comfortable like i'm not fucking doing that that's fucking dumb yeah no so um and yeah just shout out to the people that are doing sex work uh be safe you know just like with any other interactions especially because of fucking covid right and um yeah i'll tell more stories in the future like of uh actual you know encounters and there's there's a lot of funny ones it's so funny that (laughs) you brought this subject up because excuse me i've been drinking a red bull um you know i was telling you i've been listening to old episodes of our show yeah and i like to hear the growth like the the old ones i can't listen to them because i can't listen to my own voice sometimes they're a little cringy i'm like oh "Oh my god i can't believe you know whatever yeah it's nice to see the growth you know i listen to all of them but i was listening to some old ones and i was dying laughing and i was i forget which one it is but it's the one where you tell the story of the dude eating the tampon and holding it in his (gasps) mouth the whole way home okay (laughs) oh my god (laughs) you you had pissed on him and made him hump the drain yes yeah he fucking held your used tampon in his mouth the whole way home yes and i was reminding will of it and i was crying laughing and will goes (laughs) I wrote it down. He said, oh, my God, I love her so much. But dear God, thank God she's on our side. (laughs) (laughs) I 
sorry. <laughs> you vindictive bitch. No, it's true. I know. It, it's like, I'm so sweet and loving and caring. You yes. know, I'm a good ally to have. I'm a yes. good friend to have. But like, if you cross me, I mean, there's been some growth, but I will still get so fucking creative and ignorant. Like <laughs> you and Josette. I'm telling like, you. Like, I got too much time. I got time for all of it. I got time for all the bullshit. I'm the wrong person to have as you an enemy. You do get creative. Though. Yeah, I'll get creative. Um, I have I, to be like, no. Yeah, <laughs> but no one can really tell no. me no. Like, you can say it, I'll laugh, but I'm still gonna do whatever. You know what I mean? I wouldn't want to have me as an enemy. I would not. Definitely Spiteful not. Spiteful Yeah, just a childish bitch. Just yes. fucking mean. Like, bitch, you can be fucking mean. Like, mean, like low blow. Yeah. Fucking oh, yeah. Mean. There's no limit. There's there's no fucking limits. Once you're crossed. Oh, my oh God. My God. It's so stupid. I'd be having to be like, Maria. Don't and even if that. I know something is too far, like, I don't care. Like, there's just no. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I'm still going to go there because you made me go there. Like, there's no fucking limits to where I'll go. God damn. But um, that shit was so funny. That guy, I forget his name. I know I have him saved in my phone somewhere. But he he was fucking interesting. There were times like we didn't have a place to do sessions. Right. So I, I don't know if I explained that part. I think you might have. But we used to rent, you know, there's hot tubs and you rent them by the hour, the room. And the room has like a little cot size bed Mm -hmm. and then it has a hot tub in the room and then like a bench usually or something and like a shower, shower heads that stick out of the wall just in the room and a drain on the floor. So um, we would do get those, you know, Um, he worked at Walmart. (laughs) He worked. He was like, my whole check is going to Patafria. I don't know if I really explained a lot about him. He used to be, he used to like ride in rodeos and he like had brain damage. So he was like slow. Poor baby. Yeah. He, I don't know if he got kicked in the head or if it was from falling on his head or whatever, but he had a bad injury. I know it fucked up his back really bad. He had to have surgery and shit, but he was like slow. That sucks. And he was like a greeter at Walmart in like San Leandro. And, um, and he was a sub. <laughs> he was a full fucking sub. And just so when he got his little check from being a greeter or whatever, like it all just went to me. So like we would pay for the hot tubs or mm-hmm. whatever. We'd go have the session. I would just keep the check. I'd pick him up from cashing the check like when he clocked out. <laughs> and, then, and then I'd drop him off at his mom's and he would just, you know, whatever. <gasps> With a damp on his mouth. <laughs> yes. But he um, there were a few times that like he had just enough that I would still see him but there was like not enough money to pay for the room right so you know he lived in I guess it's like San Leandro area off of 880 and there was a shell gas station over there you know what I probably didn't share this part but there were a few times when I was like okay I'll see you but like where can we go because that's not enough money right and so I would get resourceful (laughs) creative and there were a few times we went to the public bathroom at the shell off the freeway and you know it was it's like a it's outside of the shell so you don't have Mm -hmm. to go in the gas station to get to it but it would be unlocked and it's like just not stalls it's just one big bathroom with a drain in the middle and a lock and a lock on the door so i you know i have pissed on him in that (laughs) shell (laughs) For anybody who stops there. I've had a jacket on and no pants from the waist down. <laughs> and like Jordans. Oh my fucking 
fucking god and i have had him lay down by that drain and peed on him in that gas station bathroom i have had him hump the drain in that gas station bathroom and i just remember thinking if an employee opens this fucking door i'm just gonna grab my pants and run to the car because (laughs) like with hella booty jordan's like a hoodie or a jacket and no pants and no underwear and he's laying on the hepatitis floor yes. the gas yes for sure and for enjoying sure. every minute yes and like yeah yeah for sure but he i mean this was like our thing like we would just find where you know and the bathroom was already gross anyway right. and I, I would try to make sure i could get as much as possible in the drain <laughs> but you know i'm i'm no stranger to that i'm gonna make it happen have you ever i mean obviously anyone who's been in a gas station bathroom you know people can't seem to put their poop in the fucking toilet yeah. they shit everywhere yeah. so you could have pissed on the walls and, and probably nobody right, would have noticed right. you know i try to be somewhat respectful because i didn't want people having to walk into my yeah. piss and then go get in their car or whatever you know yeah, so yeah. i kept it close to the drain but yeah you know like sometimes you've just got to fucking make it happen and there's a lot of stories like that where there's just been weird fucking situations <laughs> weird like the office building oh yeah yeah there's been like public places you know and sometimes that's part of the thrill like I was with that say, guy you like that yeah i do too but with that guy like i think that was part of the thrill yeah. for him too because even when we had access to an office he would want to do shit in the hallways and shit it's like yeah. that that thrill of almost being caught you yeah. know and i you know, I know girls that would be like, absolutely fucking not. I like I'm that. the weirdo that agreed to do all this shit. So like, you know, they would come to me for years because no, and I would be fine, like because no other bitch is going to do it. And I had that confidence, like, good luck finding somebody else that's going to be this fucking weird and bold about the shit. Because right. You know, they're not going to fucking do it. So you're right, though. Yeah. They would see end up seeing me exclusively for fucking years because nobody else was bold enough. You know, <laughs> nobody else is going <laughs> to fucking piss in, in the san ramon yard. in uh, san ramon office built carpeted office building oh by the elevator they're not going to take their pants off and pee on you right there i am <laughs> in, literally close to blackhawk like right outside of blackhawk there was a fucking plastic surgeon in that building and everything and i have my pants off in the hallway pissing on you like you know and it's all in the carpet it's a fun life yeah it's a fun life it's a and good i cannot fucking wait fit for you yeah i it can't really wait is. to get back to work i know <laughs> i cannot <laughs> fucking wait and there's no reason for me to ever stop you know what i mean especially with fetish work and shit no um it's more about the the shit that you're doing you know it's not about like looking like a fucking playmate or whatever like right. there's no there's no body image that you have to uphold or you know you can there's be no older. industry standards no there's not so like there are some doms that are very fucking su- successful and they're old as shit and they're yep. big fucking helgas big mean women you German know like women yes like you know and they do great yeah. and they do fucking great because there's gonna be somebody for everybody there is there really fucking everybody's is. So, standards or what they listen, like is different i've worked with different girls like i said before one of my girls wouldn't even fucking shave her legs and her armpits and shit just because she was a lazy bitch but she, guess what she had regulars for every fucking day of the week there there's a lot of people that like shit yes like, that. like there's literally someone for everyone you don't have to be like this perfect what tv makes you think yeah um, is gonna be expected it's not fucking like that 
I've had very heavy, you know, girls work with me. I've had fucking very skinny girls work with me. It makes no difference. Yes, ones that look very old. It makes no fucking difference. Like the service that you provide, the level of service that you provide, and your confidence is what gets people to call you back. Not, um, you know, having the perfect hair and makeup, and like it's it's not really about that at all ever. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. There's not a lot of industries like that. Right. Like, you would age out at some point, you know? Like, especially with stripping. Yeah. Like, but, you know, at Mitchell Brothers and shit, there would be, like, Russian <clears throat> ladies working there that were, like, in their 50s and stuff. Like, really? there's... Yeah. And, um... My cousin used to work there and she would like talk about how she'd be so shocked that these women were that age and still working and, and making you know, money. Sometimes that would be frowned upon, like, you know, but honestly, there's a market for that. Like I have some clients that prefer like if I would treat them to uh, bring in a girl or something and, and, you know, call someone, hire them to come in and play with us. Um They would like I don't want to say less attractive. I'm going to say like less done up you know, um, women like that don't wear hella makeup and come with perfect hair and perfect outfit and shit because it that is intimidating to some of the clients. I can see that. They feel like they don't measure up to that kind of client sometimes. So some prefer more dress down, casual, right, right, come as you are type uh, providers. So, you know. That's fucking cool. Yeah, it's really, people just have this idea that oh well my body's not in good enough shape or whatever it has nothing to do with that nothing whatsoever it's your level of confidence and what you're comfortable playing like you know confidence is really key to a lot of shit yeah, it goes a long fucking way if you own it and you can get a lot and when you you're really can. when you're starting out like fake it till you make it like that's really all it takes that's the only free game i'll probably ever give you <laughs> is to just um, with dancing, with hoeing, with doming, with whatever. Just fake it till you make it. Um, no one's going to question you or doubt you if you're acting 100% cocky and confident in what you're doing. Right. You're going to make them feel like maybe they don't know how it's supposed to go. Or you know what I mean? Yes. They'll follow your lead. So it, it's really all about the attitude. And there we go back to psychology yeah. involved. Oh, in God, it. there's so much. So much. When you first started dancing, did you have to drink? No. To get comfortable. Mm-hmm. A no. lot of people do, right? A lot of people do. Um, I was in a fully nude club, so I didn't, there was no alcohol being served. Yeah. Um, but like there were girls that would drink in the locker room and shit, but no, I didn't because I'm the type I would drink and be like not able to work. And plus it made me feel vulnerable You're and right. I don't trust people enough to, yeah. to get like that. So, um, I mean, later on, yeah, there there were regulars that I would get fucked up, blackout drunk with. But, like, I don't advise anybody to do that unless yeah. you know someone inside out for, like, years, you know. And there's a level of trust. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, um, no, when I would dance, I would just be nervous until I actually just got out there and, like, not make eye con- on contact with anybody at first and just you know act like it was just me you really have to like trick yourself in your brain to do it yeah and then after a while you're fine and you'll fucking walk around naked in front of anybody it's i think it's like that with a lot of stuff though i think um even with an like an a new relationship you know you feel kind of weird getting naked in front of them mm-hmm. and then after a while you're you're like, sitting on the bed crisscross applesauce yes. with your tits hanging down exactly and, you know you exactly. don't give a fuck yeah, it's the same. It's the same thing. 
That's you're just cool. really nervous like the first couple of days and then after that it, it feels so regular and everybody else is naked too and it's like so what no it's one cares yeah. yeah there would be people like checking to make sure your tampon string ain't showing and shit spreading their pussy open like can you see it is it tucked high enough like <laughs> girls would have to go and look up the other girl's pussy and make sure it's not showing and shit like you or check their asshole and like shit like that yeah like, it it became very normal very yeah. quick <laughs> that's fucking cool yeah i like this convo all right well um yeah let's go and have a little sig (laughs) you guys so there's a new podcast that we want you to check out it's called radical musings with rosanna arquette if you're not familiar with the name offhand um she was in desperately seeking susan pulp fiction the whole nine yards most recently in that series ratchet on netflix that we loved so much um she directed searching for deborah winger about gender inequality in hollywood and all we are saying she's been an outspoken advocate for female empowerment um she was one of the first to come out about um the abuse from harvey weinstein um she's good friends with jane fonda and has been protesting alongside her to advocate for climate change. Um, So her podcast is um, going to focus on curiosity, truth, activism, uh, building a community which encourages uh, people to speak up and speak out, speak their truth. Um, They're going to be talking about influence, infamy, Defining moments of youth, impact of art and music on work, the state of shit in Hollywood. Um, All stuff that we already talk about and that we're so interested in as well. Yeah, and she's going to be having a wide um, array of guests from politics to entertainment. Mm -hmm. I listened to uh, the episode with Ronan Farrow, which is Mia Farrow and Woody Allen's son. And I listened to a part of the episode with Jane Fonda. Um, so I encourage you guys to check it out. She's going to be having episodes with Corey Feldman. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Kathy Griffin. Yeah, her brother, David Arquette. So, um. Check it out. Tell us what you think. Yes. everybody about my snack right now she came in here with a big ass wedge of cheese i don't even want to say a hunk it's like a quarter of a fucking pound of cheese it looks like and it ha- it's all like r- rugged like it has bites Jagged all edges. Over. yeah it's like lumpy it looks like mars the texture of mars it's really good it's tillamook extra sharp cheddar i like medium cheddar i like that sharp bite I don't. I'm trying to let go of cheese. You're not I just making love it. All cheese. You're not making it easy for me. I'll eat blue cheese crumbles out of the fucking container. Oh, I really love feta. Love feta. God, such a treat. Sorry, I have to swallow. Have you seen that? <laughs> That's what she said. Have you seen um? Grow up. <laughs> Never Please grow up. Never. Have you seen that viral video of? The pasta, the feta tomato pasta that's going around. No, but I want some. They take cherry tomatoes, your mm-hmm. favorite, mm-hmm. and feta cheese. And, and olive oil. Yeah, and it's heated up. They just mix it. 
they bake it and then mm. you add your cooked pasta and you stir it all up. Go I would assume hell. you need salt. Oh, basil too. I love fucking basil. Eat it by the fucking handful. The, by itself. Mm-hmm. That and cilantro is so good. Cheese is like, I just try to tell myself what it is and what freak decided to try it, right? So like yeah. to gross myself out, to try to make me not want it. And then whenever I eat cheese, I wake up the next morning and I have phlegm. And that's really fucking gross. And that only happens yeah. from dairy. You're right. When I'm vegan, I never have phlegm ever in my life. So like that's a gross um, when I after wa- effect. When I wake up in the morning, if, especially, you know, at night I'll eat it. Mm-hmm. And when I wake up in the morning, I have to clear my throat. Yes. And, you know, I'm a smoker of many, many years and yeah. I don't ever cough or have phlegm. It's the dairy, bitch. Yes. That's so I just try to tell myself, is it worth that? Sometimes it is worth that. It is. And I wake up in the morning and my stomach hurts and I have hella bad trapped gas. Yeah. And I have to run outside. um, You you really pay for it. And I keep doing it. I know. I know. It's my biggest struggle in life. If I could find a vegan cheese. That's good. Vile life is supposed to be great. I've had it before um, that someone else made for me and it was melted really good. But you know what? I'm just going to buy some and I'm going to try it because if I could get off cheese, I'll be fine. If I could get off cheese and ice cream, if I can find a like a cashew milk, almond there's milk, ice, something. There's a lot of ice creams I have that, that, that are has fine, a, mm-hmm, that uh, are still good. A good, you know, the Creamy, flavor I like. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. I'll be good. Yeah. And, and I'll be able to ice do that. Ice cream's easy. Cheese, okay. though? Yeah, cheese is hard. I've tried some, and I'm like, this is not going to do it. Yeah. I know. Fuck you, cow pus. Um, I have a... Yeah. I ha- okay, so... I got two stories to tell. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got to hear these because I ain't heard of them. I haven't even told you. So, last week, um, you know, the kids are here. Natalia, Vinny, G. Um, It's before school in the morning. We'll still hear Natalia and Vinny start play fighting. (laughs) They start wrestling, okay? Of course. But then they start, I hear crying. Did it get serious? Yes. I call them in. And I'm telling them they need to knock it off. No play fighting because it gets serious. You have to stop. Natalia, their iPads have these really cool cases that... Like those big rubber ones? Yeah. And yeah. they have a handle? Yeah, I need to get that Super fucking for Bunny's cool. iPad so Pee could take it over. Because yeah. <laughs> she don't use it. Right, right. Yeah. Um, really cool. So as I'm sitting there very seriously lecturing them, Vinny is being a little baby angel, Natalia takes that motherfucking iPad by the handle and whacks him in the back of the knee so he, like, buckles forward a little. So I get hella pissed off. She used it as a weapon. Mm -hmm. She chose violence. So I get pissed. And I'm like, you know what? I start talking through my teeth. I'm in the middle of telling you guys to knock it off and you choose to get another one in. You little disrespectful fucker. So... I'm telling her, you know what? You can go to fucking jail when you get older. It's called abuse. You cannot be putting your hands on people in anger. Yeah, You will go the fuck to jail. Yeah, and you're not going to like it. So, you know, she's mouthing off back to me. And I said, you know what we're doing today after school? We're going to talk to a sheriff. Because you know that's what we have in the area. I'm like, we're going to talk to a sheriff. And they're going to tell you, you put your hands on somebody, you're going to go to fucking jail. Mm -hmm. She walks away, and I hear her go. Fuck the police is all they do is arrest black people anyway. She did not. I swear to God. And 
at that point i hope you left her alone i wanted to laugh <laughs> i wanted to say good job baby i wanted to say you're a motherfucker she's like don't take me to go talk to no pigs girl she, fuck the, the fuck polices like? not police the polices fuck the polices fuck them and i said okay you're right but still you can't be putting your fucking hands on people <laughs> she's like figure out another way to make your point <laughs> bitch ain't no scared straight happening over right. here right so i love her i do too she's so witty and smart and I it's know. really fucking hard to stay serious when disciplining yeah. her yeah because of is. the shit that comes out of her mouth i know i have to look away and just you know be like don't laugh yeah don't, <laughs> don't laugh but i'm like i how do i get mad yeah so another fucking thing i was reminded of and i remember hearing a little bit about it but i don't know why i forgot this or didn't get the full fucking story so what you know we have nieces on mark's side and um you know they're born and raised in vallejo Mm -hmm. little hood um and they're very outspoken Mm -hmm. how old are they the younger one that I'm going to be talking about is, Ve is, uh, shit, 15, 16? Mm-hmm. 16, I think. Just made 16, actually. So, one day, uh, Mark's c- cousin is at work, uh, her dad, and gets a phone call, and it's like, Dad, the Secret Service is at the house. Uh, they want to talk to you about Ve. And he's like, wait a minute, if I ever get a phone call like that, listen, I'm whooping everybody's ass. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, don't open the door. Don't let them in. I'm on my way home. Comes home. (laughs) If I ever. They're in SWAT. They're in like riot gear. Bitch with shields and shit. Our niece was on Twitter. Shut up. And had made a few tweets to the effect of is somebody going to take out Donald Trump or do I have to take one for the team um basically there were like three tweets of her talking shit about Donald Trump dying wait how did you not remember this I don't know okay (laughs) were you half asleep I don't fucking know I think it was like I overheard it mentioned I don't know but uh Mark's cousin d stopped by the other day and like broke down the whole story and i was like oh i'm so talking about this on the show oh my fucking god so they show up at the house um you know they talk to mark's cousin her dad Mm -hmm. they talk to her they have to come look in the house they have to look in her room to make sure you know they're treating it like real terrorism yes to make sure there's no poster of him with a knife through his face bombs Yes, they want to know if there's guns, if he has registered guns in the home. Oh, see. Things like that. Yeah, you guys are in trouble. So, you know, they obviously realize there's no... Right, it was some teens. Right, she's not going to go and fucking off Donald Trump, right? (laughs) Make good on the threat. But because of that, she is never allowed to tour the White House. She's never allowed in the White House. She's never allowed to hold a federal job. She cannot even work for the post office. And ever. Are you fucking serious? Yes. That part blows my mind. Even though she's a minor. She's a kid. 
talking fucking shit. That gotta be some new shit. Because I told the story of when my god sister made yes. the bomb threat. To and a I company. told him that story when he yes. was here. And people, Secret Service, whatever, people showed up at the house. My godmother was flipping the fuck out. Yep. She had to go to court. She got put on probation. I don't remember if she had to pay a fine, but I know she had to like write apology letters and shit. Mm-hmm. But because she was a kid, like that wasn't one of the punishments back then. Oh, my God. That seems a little extreme for a kid. Definitely. I was cracking up as he was telling me. I was like. Like the circumstances. It wasn't a real fucking threat. He's like, you know, they're Filipino. So he goes. (laughs) I didn't say this, but he goes. Shit. You know, the two jobs us Filipinos look forward to is working for the post office and nursing. I guess she has to go into nursing. Right. Oh, my God. So she can never, she can't visit the White House. That's crazy. Can't go into federal buildings. Nothing. That's fucking crazy. Yes. And the fact that they sent Secret Service out to fucking interview them. Yeah. Tour the house. Like, come on. Under these circumstances, give her a break. Right. Her room is filled with K-pop posters and shit. It's like. Yeah, it's not like violence. It's a kid talking shit, but. Apparently, it's taken very seriously these God. days. Well, Isn't that that's crazy? a warning for you guys. Be careful what you post. Yeah. It's fucking. You don't want people showing up trying to find out about what weapons you own and shit. I would be whooping kids' asses if you got the police in my house going through shit. <laughs> God. That's crazy. That's a crazy story. So, you know, he's a he's a dick like Mark. He, he jokes and yeah. does lie jokes. Yeah. Oh, does he? He called her mom at work, his wife. And said she was in jail. He said they took her. <laughs> they fucking took her. And she's like, what? What? And he starts laughing. He's like, I'm just kidding. <gasps> that's not funny. That's some shit Mark would yes, do to me. Yes, he would. Oh, my God. That's not funny. I'm choking on cheese. I know. That story took extra long because of the cheese in your throat. I just really almost choked. I gotta chew it better. Um, so since we mentioned the piece of shit, Donald Trump, uh-huh. um, this Tom Brady praise, it needs to stop. He loves Donald. Tom Brady loves Donald Trump. He does. Listen. And I- he loves making out with his son. I'm all about, you can kiss your kids on the lips, but not open mouth. How about don't tell me it wasn't long enough and you're mad you just got a peck and make me fucking come back hella awkward and kiss you for longer on your mouth? Eh, I don't like that. If the kid is visibly uncomfortable, you're, you're overdoing it. I don't even like people to force their children to hug anybody. That's what I'm saying. That's something I learned, like, the yes. hard way, because my niece wouldn't hug me, remember? And yeah, my and sister was like, Yeah, because she was like, well, it's her body. She get, And I was like, what? Like, I'm her auntie, but... It makes sense. I Great learned, parenting. you know, I yeah, it is. And um, the kid was like visibly. I posted the video after the fucking dumbass Super Bowl that no one should have even been watching. Um, or how about the stands full of people? Yeah, a super spreader event thanking the fucking healthcare workers. So museums are shut down. All schools, the arts are graduations, shut down. Schools, yeah. But we're hosting huge sporting events. Yeah, with everyone. Good old so dangerous. America. Yeah, so dangerous. But people praising him. And then, you know, I made some tweets about it. And I was like, can people take his dick out of their throat for a minute and remember <gasps> that he's a fucking Trump supporter? I cannot count how many um, marginal people that belong to marginalized groups. I'm just going to say that. How many came into my mentions defending him? What? And I'm thinking to myself, like, bitch, he and Donald Trump don't give a fuck about y'all. 
Why are you praising him? And why are you defending him when I mentioned that he's a Trump supporter? You look hella dumb. The fact is, he's a talented sports player, but fuck him still. Right. And somebody was like, well, unfortunately, you know, like his political views and who he is have nothing to do with how great he is at the sport. And I said, all that sounds like to me is I know he's a Klan member, but boy, can he really throw a ball? Yeah. That's what that's, you know, that's all I heard. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not one of those people that's obsessed with sport and can separate the player from the game and all yeah. that shit. No, fuck no. Yeah. If you can support someone that's that level of trash, you're trash, period, right? A little bit. Sorry. Um. So, it's funny because I have Tom Brady in my notes, but not for that. I read an article. What? Uh, Tom Brady says, good witch wife meaning like a good she's a witch good witch wife you know his wife is giselle Bunchen, the model model, supermodel Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh helps him win with altars and rituals so she actually sets up altars at the game and does rituals to win yes so i'm gonna read you a little x oh a little screenshot interesting this is Per him, he mm-hmm. says, she always makes a little altar for me at the game because she just wills wills it so much, Brady said. she So she put together a little altar for me that I can bring with pictures of my kids and some other stuff. I have these little special stones and healing stones and protection stones. And she has me wear this necklace and take these liquid drops that she makes. And I say all these mantras and I stopped questioning her a long time ago because obviously it's working. Giselle. Now, how about you also make some good witch drops and all that shit and clear up his his political views, too? Right. Let's use the witchcraft for good. Yep. Like you're supposed you're to be a good doing. Witch. Do some work. Some work. Some other work is needed besides just winning Super Bowls. Yes. Let's let's continue the good work. Isn't that crazy, though? I, I respect it. Listen. I, rep- I have an appreciation. I appreciate that. Um not to say anything great about him but he has won seven super bowls his first so he's been with the new england patriots right Mm -hmm. this year was his very first year on the bucks and they were at the super bowl yeah i know i know it's fucking crazy so maybe giselle is i think it's her maybe it's her you guys maybe it's not him and i hope she's not a trump supporter yeah i know how does that work i have a friend um I love you. I have a friend <laughs> who's dating a dude. Uh, is it my mom? No. <laughs> no, but the crazy thing is she's white. Mm-hmm. He's black. He's a Trump supporter. And, you know, they've had, had a few conversations. But do you think it's possible to date somebody and have a healthy relationship if your political views are it's not going to be healthy so different. in my opinion it's not going to be healthy you're because there's some level of overlooking something that should not be overlooked i feel like in my opinion yeah and i say that from looking at my mom my and mom doesn't share the same views as her husband her mexican trump supporting husband so you just don't talk about politics basically she avoids the conversations and shit because yeah. she doesn't agree with it but it's like to me you are 
there's a level of acceptance that I wouldn't do. You know what I mean? And what about? But this is hard for her, for my mom too because yeah. this is new. Like it, it's I, not that's like what I was when, gonna say. Yeah, they didn't get into a relationship, and he has these views. Right. They they used to be like minded, but then he he slowly morphed into this like white man that How he's not. How fucking crazy so is that? It's betrayal. Yeah. It's like yeah. I didn't sign up for this, but now we're married and we've been together for fucking ever, and I love you. So like I I feel like I can't leave now, but. I don't like the, these things about you now. I think that would probably be harder than yeah. hell yeah dating someone who you know has opposing political views. I think yeah, yeah that would yeah because like you got betrayal. trapped. You got trapped basically in, yeah. into that. You didn't sign up for that. No. So like, if you start dating someone that has these views already, I feel like you're you know what you're in for. Yeah, and and like kind of shame on you because it's like you're overlooking something that shouldn't be overlooked in my opinion yeah like there's certain things that um we can disagree on but like racism and like oppressing people and and like there's just some things i'm not gonna i I can't overlook you know what i mean i could never never date someone that uh is homophobic or racist oh, or yeah. any sign of that like even a little bit like no absolutely I, you can't even know me like no you're your poor fucking mom that's fucked I know, up i know it starts Sucks. one way yeah but Ugh. you know i just it's like mental illness or something it's like yeah there's a way bigger picture you know sure. it's because it's like he's turning into a whole different person it's like an identity thing yeah so. it might be a midlife crisis a combination of a bunch of shit is yeah. what I say. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, I just feel bad that, that she has to deal That's with it. That's she's in I Right, right. Because that wasn't what she signed up for. You know, love takes over and makes you do crazy stuff. Yeah. Um. Okay, so can we talk about this Tessica? The Gorilla I'm, Glue? Uh, yeah, I'm not going to call her that because I'm like, stop. Don't call her that people the gorilla glue girl yeah is what no. people are calling her no um so for those that aren't familiar this woman so she what go ahead because i was gonna i was gonna say i read it two ways i read one where it was accidental and i read mm-hmm. one where it was intentional she knew do you know which one it is it was accidental it was it, from everything i've seen it's, okay it was accidental okay. so this woman, um, you know, got a ponytail or whatever, uh, and she's a black woman. And I don't know if it's like a hair piece that's attached, like a, just a fake ponytail, or if it was like some fake hair, like on the scalp part too. Mm-hmm. But basically, her hair was slicked down and like molded for the ponytail. Wait, and, and it looked really cute. Yeah. Um, and what was used by mistake was a gorilla glue adhesive spray now for one thing i never knew they even made an ad- adhesive spray it's in an aerosol can a tall slender aerosol with a can gorilla on it that lo- yes with a gorilla on the front that looks a lot like a hair product gorilla now, snot the gorilla snot um moco whatever uh, gorilla glue. What, what is it called? It's gorilla. It's gorilla snot. Yeah, but there's the name gorilla is on the front, and it's a big gorilla, just like the yes, gorilla glue. That um, a lot of people, including my sister and my niece, um, it's very popular to use that when um, installing a lace front wig. 
and other hair pieces, right? Like mm-hmm. they use that because the bonding is so fucking strong. The gorilla snot. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so um, because of me knowing that, I felt like this was a really easy mistake we don't yeah. know if that can was like mistakenly put in the hair product section or if she had it at home right like or somebody brought it to the house like i don't know the circumstances of that but from the appearance of the can and comparing it to what people use to install lace fronts it's an easy mistake to make i'm also gonna say even if she knew it was the glue adhesive spray right mm-hmm um, some people might think this is dumb. I don't. We put shit that's not made for our hair on our hair all the time. We put mayonnaise and beer and eggs and fucking. I've seen people use fucking regular glue on fucking yeah wigs and or or wig and, and weave glue on eyelashes. Yes, like they're th- yes. yeah. You do use products that for their unintended purpose yes. sometimes. So yeah. even if she intentionally knew it was an adhesive glue, yeah. Who cares? Right. Either way. So what ended up happening, I think she made videos on TikTok or something. Yeah. Um, but she, her hair was molded like this and it wouldn't come loose. 30 uh, days. For like a month. And so she she filmed some videos like, oh my God, you guys, I'm freaking out. She put fucking shampoo on it. She was like, look. And she like scrubbed it. It wouldn't move. That shit was like a helmet. So she started um, panicking and she was like, um, if you guys have any solutions, like, can you message me? Blah, blah, blah. I need to get this shit out my hair. Um, can you imagine how uncomfortable that must have been? And panicky. I can't I would sleep be with a ponytail. So, I would be so panicky, you know, that Absolutely. I can't get it out. So um, a lot of people came forward, like Beyonce's hairstylist I saw came forward, like, message me. I want to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, people were reaching out, offering help. She posted going to the emergency room. All they ended up doing was giving her fucking acetone wipes. Yes. And they told her acetone it was going to take... Sucks. They said something like it was going to take 30 days or something like that to get it out or um, completely like they wanted to admit her. And she said it was like too long of a process. Can she do it at oh, home? I, I read uh, 20 hours too. just. Oh, to, was it 20 hours? Yeah. OK, maybe I'm they said it's going to be a. A 20-hour process. Okay, that's what it was. I don't know where I got 30 days from. Probably um, it being in her hair. Yeah, yeah. So she was like, well, can I go home and do it so that I could be more comfortable, right? And people were, like, annoyed with that. Not Not everyone, bitch. Not, yeah. And not only that, not everyone does well with hospitals. I feel like I'm trying. I know people personally that will avoid the hospital with like a broken bone because they hate the fucking hospital. Not everybody is comfortable. I'm married to one of those. Yeah. So, um, for her to ask that, that wasn't an unreasonable thing to me. I don't but think so. But their solution was these acetone wipes or whatever, and the hmm. shit is making her scalp raw. Mm. So now today's update, I followed her. Today's update, she was using like some Goo Gone or something to try to break it down. Oh, I saw that. And she felt like it might have been getting a little softer. I am hella concerned about her scalp. Okay, so right now she has like maybe over 600,000 followers. I saw that. And people were talking about a possible lawsuit she was pursuing and like whatever. I don't think she'd be able to sue because there's a warning to not let it come in contact with skin or eyes on the the can. Um, 
I'm going to say this, though. A lot of people are talking hella fucking shit about her and saying she shouldn't be getting no attention for this. The blogs shouldn't be giving her so much attention. Um, she's dumb, whatever. Let her fucking deal wow. with it. All this shit. Very mean, saying very mean things about her. And I reposted a reminder. I just want to remind people um society i'll say i don't want to say i'm a part of it because i wasn't a fucking fan but society and people the media made a little disrespectful ass white girl famous famous for disrespecting her mother on a talk show and cussing and Mm -hmm. using um aave and and talking hella fucking you know, uh, inappropriately to her mother and shit on national television. Society made her a fucking artist, a star, made her a lot of money, made her fucking famous. She's a musician and shit now. So you know what? If this girl can get paid off of what she's going through, let her get fucking paid. Period. Let her get paid. Because where was all this outrage and shit for this little disrespectful ass white girl? Right. I don't appropriating even say her fucking name. Yeah, appropriating other cultures and shit and just making an ass of herself all the way saying around. The N-word and all yeah, type of like shit. where was all of the you know, I didn't see none of these people saying nothing about her and, right. and then making her a star and making her famous and giving her all the attention. You're right. But now people, you know, it's just like I'm tired of seeing people, um, bad mouth black women I hate it for the same shit that like white women are getting away with yeah. or praised for or you know recognized in a better light yep. I don't like that shit at all so if she you know for one thing I'm praying for her scalp dude and also we put too high of an importance on hair like mm-hmm. fuck if she loses her hair people are making jokes like oh she's gonna fuck around and be bald if she is so what so fucking what? it's fucking hair she has a pretty face she so does she does so fuck that hair there's too much of an importance on hair if she loses her hair fuck it it'll grow back yeah. i just hope her scalp is okay it's not scarred chemically burned right. like you know just and there's hollow fucking wigs she could yeah, hell yeah who cares she'll be fine if, i just hope you know it's not a painful right fucking process that she's scarred from that would cause me to have like an endless panic attack hell yeah my anxiety would and i just feel like if this was a little white girl that cemented some shit to her fucking scalp a wig or whatever i feel like there would be a lot more sympathy for her and i feel like she would not be getting tore up in the news and shit the way that she is the way that this woman tessica is and i don't appreciate that shit you're right 100 percent. so yeah that's that's all i gotta say about that i have a question i saw a meme you probably have seen it it might be old i don't know what is it if you swallow does that make you a cannibal no, it doesn't make you a cannibal. No? No. I saw somebody say, if you swallow, you're not vegan. <laughs> Shut up. It's like a bodily fluid. Shut up. It's not meat. It's not, you know, I think for cannibalism, you have to eat flesh. Meat. Flesh, yeah. So how I pick my skin and bite it off, would that mm, be a cannibal? That, that's tiptoeing on the line. I'm bordering it. Bunny kind of picked that up, and I need you to stop. <laughs> And address that because her oh, little fucking it. finger is all chewed up. Yeah, it's gross. It's really gross. I know. Um, we're cannibals. Speaking of cannibals on my list. All right. We're in sync today. Army Hammer. So I listened to a podcast that interviewed About that? his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend. Okay. The recent one. And 
he yeah. okay hold on because i'm not familiar first of all he's an actor right yes i wasn't okay. familiar with him before i listened to this podcast yeah me either until i heard this story but and he's, he's an actor really, he's a white dude yeah younger white dude uh he's okay looking for a white guy you know yeah pretty conventionally handsome yeah yeah, yeah. um and they were she was just saying he's into some uh really hardcore shit yeah and but uh, did you hear about the bodies what so they're saying he's a cannibal that he's a self-proclaimed cannibal she was saying that he wanted to bite her yeah a lot and he was big on knife play and Mm -hmm. blood Mm -hmm. and uh carved his initials into her Mm. yeah so i read some of his dms he's a huge dom self-proclaimed dom yeah yeah that's what i was gonna say so i read a bunch of dms maybe like four pages of dms that Mm. were um circulating on twitter today and it was basically him very graphically describing physical punishment um torture abuse sounding shit but in a kinky way he wants to and, be referred to as daddy. Yeah, somebody said he, the shit that Army Hammer was DMing is no different from what every dom on Fat Life is sending people. <laughs> and I hella reposted it and was like waving, like, hi. But um, so, yeah, that's kind of what he's describing, right? But mm-hmm. the way that it takes a turn for me is he has a construction site of like a building or something that he was building Mm -hmm. and i guess a bunch of bodies were found what and when these bodies were found all of a sudden he's left the country his publicist quit he was dropped from whatever agency he was with all within the time the same time frame as these bodies being discovered so this the body thing has to be very recent yes right yes because that's why the story's out now i guess is like they're saying it's not just a kink that he's talking about. Like, he's fucking for real. Whoa. Because the episode of the podcast I listened to um, came out not this past Friday, but the one before that. Mm-hmm. So it that shit had to have came out in the last, like, week and a half, right? It's From what I read, it was all very recent. Like, it's being talked about today. And then someone even DM'd me and was like, hey, have you seen this? Yeah, I'm curious the show what you think. Yeah. Um, is he being looked at? I think so. But the fact that he fled the country is what has him looking... Dead giveaway? Super guilty. Yeah. Like, being dropped and, and his publicist quitting and all that shit like um that is a flag but the the leaving the country suddenly they said um you know looks like some guilt so i don't know i I don't know if there's like an investigation going on or what what, but it was like multiple bodies found at his construction site i don't know if he owns the property or like what that's about you know i all i could find was that there were multiple female bodies found what the fuck what if it comes out that that he really is it's not just for role-playing or what if it's like role-play gone wrong and he's like uh let me take a few bites and i don't think it's gonna go wrong that many times like that ain't no accident you know what i mean like it might be a real sicko or what if the first time was like role-play gone wrong and he found out and it just activated his inner cannibal yeah and he's like 
this is what I really like. Yeah, I'm very curious to see how this unfolds. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. They don't know where he's at? I don't know. I couldn't find it. Oh, anything. we have to follow this one. Yeah. So if you guys have updates, let us know because it's yeah. we're interested. It's very um, what the fuck ish. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. We haven't had any like, you know, and this is like someone with some celebrity, you know, yeah. to, if, to turn out to be like a killer. That would be fucking crazy. Yeah. What the fuck? Mm hmm. Uh, speaking of crazy, you want to know what I've been listening to lately? What? Podcasts about QAnon and by QAnon people. So, you know, like three different ones. Jesus Christ. I, you know, I just, I like to listen to... Uh, Stuff that makes you mad. Well, and from like a psycho psychological aspect, I like the, to understand why, like, it's it's like being sucked into a cult. So is it like conspiracy theory stuff, or is it like uh, I d- I'm not clear on what QAnon is. Um, QAnon, they're bad, right? Are they bad? They are the ones that have started all the conspiracy theories. Like the government's filled with lizard people. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump is um like a fucking messiah. Um wild shit and they really believe that in march because of some law written in the 1700s that donald trump is really going to emerge as the real president they believe that joe biden is not really joe biden it's somebody in a mask a bad mask like Mm. yeah so you know i've been listening it sounds very interesting like i would want to listen to it it is interesting because you know for numerous reasons like i want to know what people opposite of me think Mm -hmm. um but also you know i believe in a lot of conspiracy theories like i believe there's truth in a lot of them like the whole um pizzagate and bohemian grove and all that kind of shit all of that is very real to me so a lot of those were started by um QAnon or QAnon type people to discredit the other side. However, I do believe there's little bits of truth in these yeah, things. Yeah, and I think that it's all wrapped up in this ridiculousness to be thrown out because, you know, that's what they try to do when things are being exposed or, you know, whatever. They, they Automatically, it's like, oh, that person's crazy. That or person's mentally, mentally Ill. Ill. Right. This isn't true. This is just some of their bullshit. So then they create more ridiculous bullshit to cover up the shit that's actually true. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe fucking Joe Biden is a masked... Reptilian or whatever. Yeah. No, or, you know, there's wild ass shit. I, I do believe that there's people that fucking molest children. I do a believe ring. Jeffrey yeah. Epstein was fucking a huge child molester bastard. I do believe that there probably are other people that have molested children. Um, but it goes in depth. Like some of the shit is just like, dude, what the fuck? And everything I is... I gotta listen to this. What's it called? Oh, I'll, I'll give you the list. Fucking there's a few of them. I don't know them okay. off the top of my head. Um, they should be in your notes. I know. <laughs> but, you know, they look at Donald Trump as like literally this 
fucking messiah that's that was sent to save the world and that's what all the conspiracy theories are connected to he was sent here to um expose the cabal and he's saving no. america no they're all tied i just in. want conspiracy theories that don't involve him because he's just a fucking loser he's the center of he's all not nothing love. special yeah I, i'm not gonna want to hear that i do like that the media lately has been describing him as former home alone actor yes donald trump not former president no. but like old home alone actor or whatever like making him sound like has been loserville so perfect example <laughs> at the impeachment trial right um his defense is referring to him as the 45th president not former president yeah right mm-hmm. i think even that's a little too nice so the QAnon people believe that that's a sign that he really is going to become the real president in march no like they find little things and everything to power their theory to put him in the mix and then i don't want that and then when it falls through they say shit like um we just have to trust the process. Um, it's not the right time, but it's, it's come on. Crazy. Yeah, never mind. Crazy shit. Like I didn't know the depth that some of this shit went. That these people believe. Yes. Yeah, it's scary. It's scary that there's people that are just like that delusional in such a large number. Yeah, or that. I don't like that. Impressionable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's cr- yeah. It's- so we can like convince y'all to do any fucking thing, apparently. Basically, mm-hmm. and I wonder how a lot of them feel because at the impeachment trials, um, the defense was saying, you know, Donald Trump didn't incite the insurrection um, at the Capitol, and that those people are um, criminals and they should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. And I'm just thinking now, I wonder how you motherfuckers feel. Because mm-hmm. a lot of them were saying, Donald Trump wanted this. We did this for him. He don't even like y'all. He looks at y'all like white trash. He don't even fucking like y'all. He looks at you guys like probably puppets. He's not hanging out with you guys. Fuck. You'll never get Mm-mm. to see Mar-a-Lago. No, you won't. So crazy. <clears throat> um, Have you watched anything cool? I haven't. You, I've just been on my Jersey Shore. <laughs> oh, God. You know there's a new season of The Sinner. No, is there? I already finished it. You're a fucking crazy bitch. <laughs> I already finished it. You binged it. it in a day, I bet. A day and a half. Yep. Okay, so it's it good compared to the first two? Yep, it's good. I, so none of them are as good as the first to me. Yeah. Is it, that Jessica Beale? Yeah, that was my She's favorite. actually a producer of the show, too. Really? Yeah, but um, her episode is just the greatest one to me. Me, too. Um, So none of them measure up to that. Excuse me, to that, but... I Did would, you like this one better than the second one? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yeah. I can't yeah, wait so to watch start it. it. Mm-hmm, it's good. There's a new um, uh, series on Hulu, I believe. Um, the New York Times Presents. Mm-hmm. And the I latest that. one about Brit. Did you watch that? Yep. I watched that about How Britney Spears. You didn't watch it? No, I've read so much about it that it's not like so top priority. yeah it's already stuff we know you yeah. know um about her conservatorship and her, psycho and fucking dad. her dad that's just a fucking crook basically yeah it's it's stuff that we already know what i didn't know was how shitty justin timberlake is really 
Well, yeah. So, I, and there's a pattern because, like, just the way that he let Janet take the whole fall for the Super Bowl. Oh, that made me so angry. And and he was looked like the innocent, sweet, all American white, white boy, boy. Mm-hmm. and she was like the bad, Black nasty, woman. slutty woman. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that, and then, um, so in this documentary or whatever they touch on how when they had a breakup he really painted her as this like she cheated on him and shit. yeah slutty um fucking cheated on him broke his heart shattered his heart blah 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 and he played into that and yeah. they were showing like um headlines headlines and shit from back then and they were very hurtful things that were just being said about her and fucking attacking her and making her like this whore you know um, and him, you know, in that same innocent boy role that he wears so well. He loves to throw women under the bus. Yeah, yeah. That's gross. So I, I watched that and I just saw a lot of posts like, so what are we going to do when we see Justin Timberlake? You know, like, <laughs> fuck him. Like, people are pissed. Yeah, people are really pissed at him. Um, but it was, I mean, it was good. It made me feel sorry for her. You know, it's sad yeah. to see because it's such, I was talking to someone and, um, I was just pointing out that like in the state of California, it's so hard for a mother to lose rights, lose custody of your kids, even if it's joint custody. It's and she lost full custody. I know you have to damn your smoke crack with your kids to lose all custody. And I think that her psychosis is not um, is not being explained fully. I think it's worse than what we know. Because for her to lose full custody of her kids like that and then to be appointed a conservator and all that shit, that's usually for like elderly people that can't care for themselves or think or you know what I mean? Like the fact that she's such a young, capable person. Yeah, the fact that this has been appointed for her, though, like to where she can't even like she tried to contest it. She tried to say that she doesn't want it to be her father. She wants it to be like um, someone that the state appoints. Right. Which I think they should. They denied it. Yeah, they so far they've denied it and shit. It's just a very weird situation. And that makes situation. me feel like they're in cahoots because yeah. why can't she have a neutral Someone that's, third party? Exactly, because they do it for people all the time. Her dad is stealing. Definitely. Definitely. I just, and it's weird that none of her family is stepping in, like her cousins, her sister, her, her, right. Like, why is no one stepping in to be like, okay, I'll take care of her. Like, all this isn't necessary, you know? It makes me think like her situation is way worse than we know, Mm. or they got some crazy shit going on to keep her under wraps like that. It always, I, I know you feel the same, but I just, it just makes me so enraged when I feel like, um, people that are mentally ill are being taken advantage of and yeah. I really feel like yeah that it's happening in this situation and mm-hmm. oh god that's fucked up yeah it is it's sad Damn. I was hoping they were gonna show because you know some people say on her Instagram that she's like uh posting hidden messages yeah. like to try to reach out for help and shit I was hoping they were gonna show that but they didn't that one where they were like if you need help, wear a yellow shirt or something. Yeah, shit like that. I didn't see. There was none of that Damn. talked about. And i that's what I watched it for. Is I was like, ooh, you know, what did I miss? Like, as far as these, yeah. her, her asking for help secretly. Right. Damn. Yeah, there wasn't none of that. That sucks. Poor thing. Yeah. Um, We have a few um, 
listener shout outs. Oh, really quick. If you guys have a moment, go to stjude.org. It literally takes like two minutes. Oh, the Valentine's? Yes. Yeah, it's free. Yes, it's Mm -hmm. free. You can do as many as you want. And it's to send um, Valentine's to children in the hospital. Yes, I highly, highly. It's worth a few minutes of your time. Definitely. Mm -hmm. It'll brighten the fuck out of their little day. Yes. Please do that. Um, I have a couple write-ins. <clears throat> one's one's a birthday, and one is just like a shout-out. Okay, you want me to do a little bleh, do those yeah. while you? Okay. Um, also, really quick, you guys share our podcast with a friend, and mom. please subscribe on all of your devices. Yes, your grandmas, your I took, kids. I took my mom's and did it on her. Mm-hmm. Your parents, yes. Your neighbors ask to use their phone real quick. All subscribe, of it. please. <laughs> Okay. Um, hey, Crystal. <laughs> Does it say that? Yes. Because I answered the fucking email. How fucking dare you? <laughs> <laughs> this is not only her show. <laughs> hey, Crystal. My name's Anthony. <laughs> no, no, no. That's my brother's friend. Oh, well, I'm Potafria. <laughs> um, I'm Vanessa and Daniel Souza's little brother. I know Will and Daniel used to be tight back in the day, and I happen to work with your brother, Rich. They're family friends. Okay, let me pause for a minute. Your brother, Richard, has abandoned us. He has. He has a girlfriend who I love. I love his girlfriend. However, he's How dare abandoned you? us How now. dare you get into a relationship and forget about the little people? He hasn't been by here in like three weeks. I keep asking, where's Richard? Has he yeah. come by here? Where's he? You, he still ain't been here what don't be single and get all close to us and then you get in a relationship and you're one of those friends that disappears i messaged him the other day i'm like hey are you alive where have you been yeah i fucking miss you motherfucker yeah he's not even posting a lot or anything like so he just vanished tell richard he better come see his fucking sisters yeah all right moving on (laughs) it says what a small world But yeah, I was DMing you about your podcast. My lady listens to you ladies all the time, and she's always got you guys on speaker, walking around the house, getting chores done. She will even listen to the old ones until the new ones come out. So I'm not sure if you guys do shout outs, but I would love for you ladies to shout her out and say happy birthday to surprise her. This is a birthday. Okay. Um, Her name is Michaela Viertel. I think so. I I hope I'm saying that right. And if you can just say that I love her so much and that she is doing one hell of a job raising our three kids. And I'm so proud of her for getting everything done to get her daycare up and running. Good shit. I'm going to need a daycare for pee-pee pretty soon. Are you guys local? That's great. Oh, that's great. So happy birthday to you, Michaela. Happy Um, birthday. That's so fucking sweet. Love, Anthony. Love it. Yeah. They have twins, too. I love twins. Yeah, they have twins. So I always feel like people are extra lucky when they get twins. Right. Twins are fascinating. Definitely. Um, One more. Okay. Birthday shout out. Um, Hi, ladies. I want to send a very special birthday shout out to my baby girl, Jaylene. Really quick. I helped raise this baby you're gonna shut up and you're gonna let me read (laughs) before you take some credit ma'am 
<laughs> she used to sleep on my chest. Um, she turns 20 years old on February 17th. Oh, my gosh. She's a dedicated listener of your show and a graduate member of the D'Amato Daycare, aged nine months, five years, to, from nine months to five years old. Yes. Wow. I didn't know she went there that long. Yeah, it was my little baby. Thank you so much, D'Amato fam. It really does take a village. I know the love and care she received from y'all definitely impacted her soul even to this day. Oh, God. She's turned out to be such an amazing person who carries an even more amazing spirit. Her father and I recently divorced after a 20-year vicious cycle of pure dysfunction, and I wanted to take a moment and thank her for always being so supportive and encouraging during all of it. She handled it with such strength and composure, even though I know it couldn't have been easy. Jay, I couldn't have gotten through one of the most difficult times in my life without your continued support. I love you with all my heart and look forward to the next chapter of our lives. It's bittersweet as you grow up, but just remember you'll always be your mama's baby. I know this was kind of long, but it's definitely going to someone deserving of a little extra attention. Thank you, ladies. Keep up the good work. You're going to make it to the top, and I'm so happy for you. P.S. Your show helped me through the rough patches as well. Lots of love. Oh, Safina. Oh, Joe, that that's was a, so um, sweet. Yeah, that's a childhood friend of both of ours. Yeah. She told she wrote in um, on our Patreon a story. I don't even know if I remembered to reply to you it. You went to Delta with her, right? uh omega okay so we went to richmond high together and we went to crespi together damn yeah we went we met in junior high but we were bad girls Mm -hmm. and i don't know if it was junior high or high school but she had wrote in that she got into a fight one time and i stood by and made sure nobody jumped in while she was fighting and then when the girl i think started to get the best of her i broke it up and i was like no we're not doing that i love it (laughs) i love it (laughs) which is such a typical maria thing to do so very very typical that was cute that she remembered that but yeah she's a longtime friend so happy Happy. birthday to her baby happy birthday jaylene I remember she was the cutest fucking baby, dude. Okay, so um, this is from Tiger LaFleur, Contraband. Jen. Oh, I know her. Yeah, it's sweetie. A, uh, right, my kitties love the blanket she made. Peepee's avocado blanket with yes. the little faces we use all the time, and her outfits and everything, burp cloths, good stuff. Do we have the best listeners? Yes. Uh, hey mommies, I know this is a little early in advance, but my eldest sister Amy, her birthday is February 24th, and I wanted to shout her out. She just gave birth to her first baby at 35 and is an amazing mother. Aww. I put her on to your show and would be absolutely fucking juiced to be shouted out. LOL. Her name is Amy, or my nickname for her is A Malicious. Happy birthday, Happy A Malicious. A Malicious girl. That's and congratulations on your baby. Yeah, congratulations on your first. That's sweet. Okay. I'm going to do some listener write-ins. We have a couple. Okay. Well, we have a lot, but I just grabbed a few. Okay. Um, hey, y'all. Not sure. This is, It's funny, but it's not. <laughs> hey, y'all. Not sure if you guys are taking listener questions this week or if it's too late, but I have one. How do you tell your partner to shut the fuck up in a nice way? <laughs> God. I recently I've been have, there. I recently have been diagnosed with bipolar 2. Shout out to the aunties for literally teaching me about this and many other mental illnesses. And my mind is out of sorts most days. He's a great man and boyfriend. I just experience sensory overload quite frequently. Mm-hmm. It's same. It's like my head gets real loud and then Hold every Hold on. 
ash that cigarette. I'm sorry. The cigarette was like two inches long. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Go ahead. Now I'm in trouble. (laughs) I'm sneaking. Um, It's like my head gets real loud and then everything else around me sounds 10 times louder and I'm automatically overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Normally he has me busting a gut, but in these moments, it's like you're doing way too much. Thank you. Love you. My God, I have an ex that is like that. It's always showtime. Yeah. He's a funny guy, but it like it never turns off. It's like at the worst time sometimes. And I, I just want you to shut up sometimes. That's why I like he wants to get back together. And I'm just like, I can't go there again because I'll fucking murder you. It's like always being on level 10. Yeah. Like be a four sometimes. Be a three. I would honestly, if it start getting too much for me. I would make an excuse and leave the room. I, I, I was going to say, nice. you have to explain it. Like, I want you to, no, I want you to explain it well, and yeah, be like, of listen, course. Um, I've been recently di- diagnosed bipolar. Maybe this is making a little more sense. Sometimes I get really frustrated and fucking overwhelmed with this sounds. Is, this is how this makes me yes, feel. I don't want to be mean about it, but I have to have a way to sometimes be able to tell you so that it's not mean to to be a three maybe or to be a two you yeah, know? yeah yeah do that and so then- just have a conversation and just be like i feel bad because i don't know how to word this and not you know to be delicate yeah but just explain it um that and, yeah, yeah and then just say um you know uh if i get up and leave the room or something yeah, yeah. i'm having sensory overload it's not me having an attitude right it's like i can't always you know i have to have a break sometimes and then set up a word just tell him you know hey when i say too much that means i'm fucking overloaded <laughs> too much yes <laughs> if, i don't think you have to have a safe word but do you know, pineapples maybe. <laughs> maybe. scream it yes. And then stomp out of the room and slam the door. (laughs) No, but really, just have a conversation. So it's like, don't take this wrong. But, you know, I get fucking freaked out sometimes. I need you to be quiet. I don't want to scream at you to shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. Even though that's how I'm feeling. Right. Mm -hmm. I've been there. The way she wrote that in was pretty funny. Okay. So. Um... Okay, here's a fun one for you. Okay. Well, it's for both, but... Hey, I have a situation. I broke up with my boyfriend of almost two years. He didn't treat me well, always put me down for things I liked, and never treated me like the absolute gem I am. Love that. He is 18 years older than me, so it was hard to find things in common. I am much happier without him, but he started seeing someone we know. Someone... Who had seen us together so many times while we were dating. The disrespect. she That's why I said it's for you. She was <clears throat> brought over to the apartment we used to live in together by one of his friends who also was into her. Now her and my ex are seeing each other. I used to like this girl and thought we were friends. She's beautiful, but she has no personality. And I know he's using her as a rebound. I am happier alone than with him. But this... Excuse me, Red Bull. But this has hurt me so bad. Have you guys ever been in a situation like this? If so, how do you get over it? Thank you. I love your advice, and I hope this makes it to the podcast. Um, What was the meme that I referenced earlier? Uh, Hoenn don't heal you? Yes, it does. 
get out there and get hoeing um do some hoe shit like go start fucking with somebody else to distract you and just because it's not your business no more it sucks it sucks i've been there it sucks and you're like wow the nerve like bitch you was around us when we was together and you've been in our place right but you don't want to look like the bitter ex nope so it does hurt and it is kind of a slap in the face and you know i i don't think it's cute and i don't like it but focus on something else also remind yourself you're happier without him exactly this ain't no prize no. um also don't necessarily t- talk down on her you yeah know, on her don't personality you. don't be that person either just it's not your business no nope. so move on let them do whatever don't even waste your time yeah don't spend your energy on that <clears throat> All right, here's another one. Um, I've been with my children's father for 21 years, and he has not been with me. I find out about every year of some new woman he is fucking or having babies with. I'm a very loyal person and want a monogamous relationship, but I don't think it will ever happen. Weird thing for me is that when I take a break after... I find out about something or someone new. I die a little inside each time. I realize my life doesn't change at all. He really doesn't do anything for me. He won't take care of any of my needs if I complain my shoulders and a lot of pain after many surgeries. He will say his hurts and demand a massage. Nothing I need is ever met. I think he may be a narcissist and I'm just a stupid enabler. I don't know how to break away fully from him. If I take my own breaks, he calls the kids constantly. And if it's over a couple of weeks, he just shows up, grabs my boobs, and thinks shit's okay. I pl- I really need some advice. I'm still listening to all of the podcasts. I've been listening for two weeks straight, but maybe you could help me with this in a future podcast. Thank you. Did my ex's baby mama write this? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. You already know he's a narcissist and you're an enabler. You just said it. You know it. You just want us to tell you you're right. Yep. And have some reassurance. And so we're going to give you that. You can do better by yourself. You're wasting your life. You're wait. You've wasted over twenty years, and I'm yes. mad at you. Yeah. If you don't want us to be mad at you no more, cut the shit off. Cut the shit. Put yourself first. Don't let him fucking grab your boobs. Keep it strictly about the fucking kids. Uh, yeah. And Don't entertain mm-mm. him, his bullshit. Do not give him a massage. No, just don't. You're settling. You're mm-mm. really... You'd be better off and happier by yourself than with a partner like that. You're really disrespecting yourself at yeah. this point because you know. And we don't like it because you deserve better. So tell him to kick fucking rocks. Yeah, he sounds like the worst partner. He does. And then it's like he keeps having kids and like other shit like outside of the relationship and doesn't sound like he's ever sorry for it. And like you just take him back every. No, mm -mm, I think you're comfortable and you need to get unfucking comfortable. Right. Because that's how you grow. Definitely. Yeah. Kick that motherfucker to the curb. So we've told you. Yeah. Yes. And you already know. You already know. You just want to hear it. I've been like that, too. So I get it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to read a short one and then we have a longer one. And then, okay, so I have a question. My I know- stomach hurts, so we're not doing a whole bunch more. No, just two. Okay. Just this one and one other. Okay. I have a. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have a question. I know you briefly discussed this some time ago, but do either of you talk to yourselves when you're alone? Do you find it therapeutic? Do you know who I am? Um, I don't think I really do it out loud unless it's something I want to remember or something I'm really passionate about. I, I remember yelling something out loud twice last night and I was thinking Bunny probably thinks I'm nuts because I can't be talking to people <laughs> saying that. Um, usually it's just dialogue constantly in my head. Out loud, I think, is, is a little more rare. The inside dialogue is constant, constant yeah. conversation, constant I talk. commentary. I, I talk to any and everybody. I talk she to animals. She never stops. I talk out loud to myself, I'll be like, by myself. I'll be making notes. I'll be like focused. I'll be looking for something. And I'm talking to myself. She won't stop talking. And I'll be like, can you stop? Like for a minute, can you fucking stop? She never stops talking. Like she's one of those. How did Mark describe it? He says, you, do, he's, he's, you announce everything. He, he said, will you stop narrating everything? Narrating everything. He calls me a narrator. Oh my my brother Will God. is like that too. And it's like a running joke. Because yeah, she'll be, she'll get up and be like, I'm going to go pee and then I'm going to come right back. And then we'll be and like, then I'm going to get this knife and cut the cheese and then I'm going to get like a drink of water. Like you had to say that? You I, didn't everything. have to say it. I tell Oh my god. I tell all my business. I tell everything. <laughs> Strangers know my business. Cats, dogs, fucking the lizards. Safeway prom queen or dude. So yeah, I talk to myself. She talks to oh, anything wow. that'll that'll sit still. I'll talk to this fucking candle right mm-hmm. here. She never it never stops. So but I do. I know. didn't even notice that I narrate until Mark pointed it out. And yeah. It was like, you and your brother fucking narrate everything. And stop it's not it. Necessary. Yep. And I've been trying to be more consciously aware of it. <laughs> I think it's too late in the it game. It just makes it worse because then I go, oh, I'm narrating it. And then I'll keep going. <laughs> and then you do it. And then you say that after. Yes. So now you just added to it. So now I'm an announcer and a narrator. <laughs> My fucking God. Right. It never stops. It never. <laughs> Even when I was like getting ready to have a baby, like fuck like it never stops i remember going in like i think i went to go pee first before we were going into the operating room and she's like talking through the door and like i'm like it never (laughs) it never stops ever yep so there you go answer to your question fuck god damn okay Hey, ladies, I'm such a fan of the show. My fellow stripper, Vixen, introduced me to y'all over a year ago, and I've been listening religiously ever since. Thank you, Vixen. Thank you. Um, Here's my question. Since the pandemic hit, I've been doing full-service sex work as well as OnlyFans. I started dating my current partner about six months ago, and they've been nothing but supportive with regards to my work. That's good. Recently, though, I expressed interest in shooting content with one of my friends she's a trans woman and my partner is non-binary but very masculine presenting therefore i'd be diversifying my content collection and helping a friend new to the industry in the process at first my partner said they were fine with this but since then has expressed insecurity and jealousy I'm wondering how y'all, especially Patafria, would deal with this. If I'm not allowed to shoot content with others, I know I'll grow resentful, but at the same time, want my partner to feel as comfortable as possible. What can I do to help lessen their anxiety and be a good partner while still making my money? Thanks so much. Sorry for the long message. 
that's a good one. And I'm a piece of shit because I was going to say do it and don't tell them. But I'm also like a cheater and shit. Don't, so like, don't listen to her. I can't give good advice there because I'm going to be like, do it anyway. And just, you know, it's not that deep. Like it's, you know, it's just for work. So have you talked? I, I would need to know, like, have you offered? How would you feel about your partner being there while you created the content with this other person? Is that something that would make them more comfortable? But then it's like, is the friend cool with that? Like, right. you know, you got to ask the friend that first. Because how do you know that if they don't want to be right. all up in front of my partner? And then, it, and doing then it's that. like, like not, I tried to be me. like, I tried to be cool and disclose everything. Right. Yeah. Which I didn't even have to do. But I was being cool. And I told you everything. And then now you're acting jealous. Well, you can't be cool with me doing sex work, but then be jealous sometimes. I don't know. Like, so is it because it's a friend? So then maybe they're worried like it could be a regular thing or yeah, opposed to, to like a trick, you know? Yeah. I'm a very jealous person. So I get both sides. I get the being jealous, but also I'm like, I'm just not tell you. I get the being insecure part, but uh, ultimately it boils down to trust. Yeah. I mean, that's really what it is. And if your partner met you as a sex worker and was okay with it, then it's not fair for them to now have issues. Pick and choose when I can do my work. Yes. Yeah. That's how or I would take how. it. Or mm-hmm. how. And with who. Yes. Yeah. So you're just going to have to have discussions. Yeah. You have to have a conversation, but I would still do it. And I would be like, look, you're very important to me. I love you. However, so is my money and right now in a pandemic and this is helping out my friend right so if it really is just helping out a friend like i'm thinking it of it from that point of view like i want to help my whole friend and we're going to make some videos to get like and i'm going to cut it out yeah cut it out like we're working we're hoes we're working right you know yeah don't make it um more than what it is don't make it seem like i'm fucking cheating yeah and using that as an excuse or something yeah. like it's not that it's actually working yeah, yeah. but i don't even think i would um Dialogue. extend that uh invite like to sit in or anything because you shouldn't have to do all that that's what i was thinking so now i'm having to be babysat yeah because see? there's no trust mm-hmm. so uh, conversation open communication yeah that's what it boils down to and it's either you're with it or you're not yeah because it's not fair you can't be with it sometimes. And then and hold then, it against me or throw it up or cop an attitude exactly. or gaslight. Like, that's not fucking cool. Yeah. So, I don't know you if You want to fuck helpful. with a sex worker? This is part of fucking with a sex worker. Right. So, either you like it or you don't. And I would just remind them, it's a job. Yeah. I'm making money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's it for this week. I'll save the... We'll save the rest for... Okay. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you very much. And again, please share us, subscribe, rate, think. Oh, let me read the few patrons. We have some patrons. Oh, yeah. And we have some content getting uploaded on Sunday. We do. For our uh, Patreon. Um, so for new friends, we have Fabs Bunny and Dylan Jade. For Seen Me Naked, we have Melissa Brayfield. For Will Bell Me Out, we have... Andrea Montour and Nia. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. From the bottom of our hearts. Appreciate all of it. Um, And go suck it easy.
go to bed. Thank you.